When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Fort, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Welcome to day 31 of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. Today's topic is using a root cause analysis for remediation. The 2020 update to the evaluation of corporate compliance programs reemphasized the need for both performing a root cause analysis, but equally importantly, using it to remediate your compliance program. It stated, a hallmark of a compliance program is that working effectively in, in practice is the extent to which a company is able to conduct a thoughtful root cause analysis of misconduct and timely and appropriately remediate the, to address the root causes. It went on to state what additional steps a company has taken, quote, demonstrate the recognition of the seriousness of the misconduct and the acceptance of responsibility for it, and the implementation of measures to reduce the risk of repetition of such misconduct, including measures to identify future risks. You should begin with the question of who performed the reme- who should perform the remediation. Should it be an investigator or the investigative team, which was a part of your root cause analysis? Jonathan Marks believe the key is both independence and objectivity. It may be that an investigator or investigative team is a subject matter expert and is therefore more qualified to get the particular recourse. Yet, to perform the remediation, the key is to integrate the information developed from the root cause analysis into the solution. Marks further noted that companies may have deficiencies in internal controls. More importantly, the failure to remediate gaps in internal controls provides for the opportunity for additional errors or misconduct to occur and thus could damage a company's credibility with the regulators. By allowing the same or similar conduct to occur or reoccur, rather, finally, with both the 2020 update and the FCPA and corporate enforcement policy, the Department of Justice has added its voice to prior SEC statements that regulators will focus on what steps a company took upon learning of the misconduct and whether the company immediately stopped the misconduct and what new and more effective internal controls or procedures the company has adopted or plans to adopt to prevent a recurrence. Under the 2020 update from the regulatory perspective, the critical element is how did you use the information you developed in a root cause analysis. Every time you see a problem as a CCO, you should perform a root cause analysis. Something approved or not approved before the untoward event happened. What was the harm done? Why or why not? Why did the system fail? Was it because the person who was doing it, doing the approval was too busy? 
Was it because people didn't understand? In answering these questions and other questions which you have developed through your root cause analysis, you can bring real value and real solutions to your compliance program. The key that is after you have identified the causes of the problems, you consider the solutions that can be implemented by developing a logical approach using data that already exists within your organization. Identify current and future needs for organizational improvement. Your solution should be reasonable, step-by-step process, and one uh, which can confirm the results of another. Focusing on the corrective measures of root causes is more effective than simply treating the symptoms of the problem or event, and you'll have a much more robust solution in place. This is because the solutions are more effective when accomplished through a systematic process with conclusions backed up by evidence. When you step back and consider what the Department of Justice is trying to accomplish with the 2020 update, it becomes clear that the DOJ expects from the compliant what the DOJ expects from the compliance professional. Consider the structure of your compliance program and how it interrelates to your company's risk profile. When you have a compliance failure, use the root cause analysis to think about how each of the structural elements in your compliance program could impact how you manage and deal with risk. We're going to have a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll be right back with the three key takeaways from today. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, Jonathan Marks has said the key is objectivity and independence of the person who performs not only the root cause analysis, but equally importantly, the remediation. Number two, the critical element is how did you use the information you developed in the root cause analysis? Remember, it's not simply to perform a root cause analysis. It's to use that information in your remediation and be able to determine to demonstrate through documentation how your root cause analysis ties into your remediation. And number three, the key is after you've identified the causes of the problems, consider the solutions that can be implemented by developing a logical approach using data that already exists within your organization. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you have enjoyed this full series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I certainly have enjoyed presenting it and bringing it to you. This information came from the update to my Compliance Handbook, which will be the third edition to the Compliance Handbook, the single best one-author volume for the design, creation, and implementation of a best practices compliance program. It will be released by... LexisNexis uh, in probably Q2 of 2022. So if you'd like uh, more information on how to design and create an entire compliance program, the Compliance Handbook is without a doubt the best book for you. If you have any questions, you can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Thanks again, and I look forward to visiting with you again. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.